Welcome to the Dr. Wyatt Show podcast where developing a long-lasting, happy relationship is the status symbol to achieve. And following my six marriage steps is a path to help get you there. I'm your host, Dr. Wyatt Fisher, a licensed psychologist specializing in marriage counseling. Remember, you can contact me on the Dr. Wyatt Show podcast Monday through Thursday from 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. Mountain Standard Time with your marriage questions. You can reach me at 720-307-7347. Free marriage advice. Today I'm gonna talk about five ways to become a proactive partner. Are you proactive? Are you continually thinking about how to improve your marriage? Most of us don't. Most of us become lazy and complacent. So I'm gonna go through these five ways to become a proactive partner. But before I get into it, why? Why do we wanna become proactive partners? You wanna become a proactive partner so that you're doing all that you can on your side to encourage the marriage, to nurture the relationship. Instead of being lazy and complacent and just pointing the finger at your partner at all the things they're not doing right. You wanna make sure you're doing your part that you're fulfilling your vows, that you are becoming a good partner to the best of your ability. Only then will the growth areas in your partner stand out. But they won't stand out as long as you're not doing your part. So let's get to it. So five ways to become a proactive partner. Number one, start having a weekly marriage huddle. A marriage huddle is a time once a week for you and your partner to talk through all of your concerns in life. Maybe it has to do with finances or issues with your kids or issues with chores around the house or issues with your sex life. This is not time to criticize your partner. We only use the reunite tool for criticisms and I'll get to that later. The marriage huddle is a time to get on the same page, to join forces, to develop teamwork, to talk through strategies. How should we handle this issue in our life? How should we approach that issue? What should be my action steps? What should be your action steps? It's a marriage huddle. Just like a football team gets together before every play when they're on offense and they decide what's the next play gonna be. Here's the challenges we're facing with this opposing team. So how can we respond? What play should we do next? And they get on the same page. It's a marriage. We need a marriage huddle, just like a football team needs an offensive huddle. We need huddles. So that's one way you can become a proactive partner. You can start initiating a once a week marriage huddle. Bring it up to your partner, see what they think, and then start doing it. Number two, head heart checks. This is one of the best ways to cultivate emotional intimacy. You have a a regular head heart check. The head heart check as a reminder is time for you to become updated with your partner and for them to become updated with you because we're always changing what we're feeling, what we're stressed about, what we're excited about, our highs, our lows. It's always changing. It's evolving. And the head heart check is a method to help you stay current and vice versa. So ideally, once a day you get together and you say, hey, what's been on your head and heart? and then you practice good listening skills. You listen, you empathize. Oh, that sounds horrible. No wonder you'd feel like that. You don't give any advice unless your partner asks you for it. And you don't criticize your partner. We only use the reunite tool for criticisms and complaints. 
And then when your partner asks you, what's been on your head and heart? You're prepared because you've spent some moments before the head heart check getting ready. You've consolidated your thoughts from the day. You've consolidated the main feelings you've had throughout the day and what's made you feel that way. Because emotional intimacy is not just from listening to your partner, but it's also sharing yourself. So that's another way you can become proactive as a partner to cultivate the emotional connection is initiate those head heart checks. Make sure they're happening in your relationship. Number three, love buckets. If you are not having the love bucket tool in your marriage, you are missing out. It's one of the most important tools for marriages is the love buckets. What is it? The love buckets is a way to figure out how well you're doing as a partner because your partner has a bucket inside of them and your behaviors either fills up their bucket or it creates a hole in their bucket and it drains water out. So the goal for all of us is to find out how can I fill up your bucket while I reduce and eliminate draining your bucket. So you have to start by asking your partner, what are the top three fillers I can do that would make you feel loved and satisfied? What are they? And what are some examples so I know what you're looking for? And what are the top three drainer behaviors I do that you don't like, that makes you feel negative toward me? Give me some examples of those also so I know what you're talking about. Then daily, I look at this fillers and drainers list so that I become more mindful of what I'm doing so that I can start filling your love bucket. And ideally, you're doing the same thing for me. This is the app that I created called Keep the Glow. This will train you on how to fill up your partner's love bucket and how they can fill up yours. It is one of the most powerful ways to be a proactive partner is you ask them on a regular basis, how have I done on filling up your fillers while reducing the drainers, the love buckets? It's so important. The fourth way to become a proactive partner is start initiating the reunite tool. I talk about this a lot because it is the tool that I recommend for resolving conflicts, working through complaints, working through hidden resentments. We need a constructive tool to keep those conversations safe. And the reunite tool is a way to do it. It's not easy. I want to warn you, just like the, the love buckets are not easy. But once you master it, the reunite tool, it's a game changer. It will change the way you think about problems, how you process problems, but it often takes practice to get good at it. But you can go to my website under the marriage blog and look for conflict resolution and marriage reunite tool. You also can just Google it, reunite tool, and it should be the, the first listing that appears. But you wanna read that article and at the bottom of that article is a table that shows you how to use the reunite tool. And you and your partner both need to be looking at that table when you use it so you're on the same page so you know what step you're on. There's structure for a reason because again, it keeps it emotionally safe. When you have a complaint to bring up, it's in your best interest to use the reunite tool because when we have a complaint, we want our partner to listen. We want them to own their part. We want them to validate how we feel and to apologize and to make amends. But that's not gonna happen unless you use the reunite tool because otherwise we're attacking and we're critical and we just jump, jump on it. 
It just comes out of our mouth, those, those complaints. And that makes our partner give us the opposite of what we want. That makes them get defensive. They invalidate what we feel. And they definitely don't feel motivated to change because they're too busy defending themselves. So the Reunite tool, learning it, initiating using it, talking to your partner about the Reunite tool. Again, you can just Google Reunite tool. It should be the top listing that appears. Read that article with your partner. Talk to them about the tool and see if they're open to trying to use conflicts or approach conflicts or resentments with that tool. That's a great way to become proactive. The fifth way to become a proactive partner is to develop a partner cheat sheet. What this means is that you have a running list of how to improve as a partner. And every time you use a reunite tool, the listener, when the listener gets to number five, which is make amends, that's all about how they can make changes moving forward because the best way to say sorry is change behavior. So when you use a reunite tool and you're the listener and you get to step five, making amends, those ideas that are generated in that step, you're gonna add that to your partner cheat sheet, which is your cheat sheet. But you can also add other things to that cheat sheet, such as your partner's fillers and drainers. And you can, every time you have an insight about your partner, like, ah, that's how they tick. Write that on your partner cheat sheet. Anytime you have an aha moment or something you, you have realized about your partner with how they tick or what they need or what you do that ticks them off or sets them off or triggers them, you add that to your partner cheat sheet so that you have a running list of items you become mindful of. Every relationship is different. Every person has their own unique angles, things that set them off, things that bother them, things that they love, things that they desire, things that you have to be careful about. You need to capture all of that on a partner cheat sheet that you write down, and then you review that partner cheat sheet every day. You wanna review this partner cheat sheet daily because when you review it daily, even if it's for 30 seconds, all those items will go into your mind and then they'll come back to you throughout the week as you're interacting with your partner. You'll become more mindful of what you're doing. You'll become more intentional with how you're interacting. Most of us just waltz into our relationship and we're very reckless. We don't think about our words. We don't think about, did I just do a filler? Did I just do two drainers? Or is this a soft spot and I have to be careful with how I say this with my partner? Or is this a complaint I'm about ready to make? How am I saying this? Am I using the reunite tool? Most of us are not mindful. We're, we're reckless. We just waltz right in and then we do a lot of damage because we're not thinking, how am I interacting? Am I becoming aware? Am I being emotionally intelligent with how I'm interacting with my partner? To become a successful partner means you become more emotionally intelligent in your relationship. And emotional intelligence is all about becoming mindful and aware of what we're doing, how we're interacting, what are we doing that's good, how can we get better. And a partner cheat sheet, again, is a way to capture all of the information. I have a partner cheat sheet. And one thing, for an example on my partner cheat sheet is my wife is an introvert. 
I'm an extrovert. And so I've learned through the years that if I go up to her randomly and just start talking, that can be overwhelming to her because it can just feel like too much stimuli unless she's in a good space to want to talk and have that quality conversation. And so I've learned, and it's on my partner cheat sheet, don't go up to my wife and just start blabbing. Instead, go up to her and ask her a question about her. She likes that because that draws her out, makes her feel like I care, makes her feel like I want to see her, which is one of her needs to be seen. That's on my partner cheat sheet. And if it wasn't on there, I would forget about it. And I would slip back to my natural tendency, which is to just be talkative. But that doesn't work for my wife. And so again, I've had to learn that. I've had to learn, don't just go up to her randomly and start talking, because that may not be a good time for her to listen. But instead, when I do go up to her, it doesn't mean just being silent, because then it's awkward, but instead, ask her a question about her life. And she likes that. And that's a filler for her. And that's going to make her feel known and seen, and that's going to pull her out and make her feel more connected with me. That's on my partner cheat sheet, and I review that several times a week so that I don't forget. You need the same thing. So on my website, if you go to drwyattfisher.com, D-R-W-Y-A-T-T-F-I-S-H-E-R.com forward slash pages forward slash freebies, Go there and you will find a PDF on Partner Cheat Sheet. Go there, you can download it for free, and it just is a guide on how to create your own Partner Cheat Sheet. So again, it's drwyattfisher.com forward slash pages forward slash freebies, and then look for the PDF Partner Cheat Sheet. You can download it and start using it as a guide to build yours. So that's five ways to become a proactive partner. Number one, Do a marriage huddle once a week. Number two, do a head heart check daily. Number three, do your love buckets once a week. Number four, use the reunite tool for any complaints and any resentments. And number five, develop a partner cheat sheet and then review it on a regular basis. Thank you for listening to the Dr. Wyatt Show podcast. If you enjoyed the episode today, pause Click the five stars and leave me a review. I really appreciate the reviews. The more reviews I get, the higher my podcast shows on search results for podcasts, which means more people can find it and more people can find hope for their marriage. Also, one of the best ways that you can express appreciation for this podcast is tell one person about it. Would you do that for me? If you enjoyed the episode today and you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to tell one other person about it today. Maybe a family member, maybe it's a neighbor, maybe it's a colleague, whoever it is. Let someone know about it today. Remember, your marriage is alive. So if you care for it and nurture it, it will grow. However, if you deprive it and neglect it, it will wilt and die. The choice is up to you. Take care.